Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your friendly neighborhood moviegoer, John L. Speaking, live and direct, wanted to uh, talk to you guys about this little film I watched on Thursday night into Friday morning called Avatar The Way of Water the sequel of the number one grossing movie of all time let me start off by saying that Movies are experiential events. I heard a man say that once. And I believe in one of my many different recordings, I mentioned that going to the movies is an experience like no other. Hence, experiential events this movie is to be experienced I don't say that with a hint of hyperbole or overreaction is Avatar the way of water the greatest film of all time no but is it something that will truly captivate engage immerse and leave you wowed I think so I was wowed I feel a lot of the time when we talk about movies, we go into these movies with certain levels of expectation. These expectations, they're not met sometimes. We trash movies. We say they suck. They're no good. I didn't understand what was going on. You know, they were better off not wasting any money. Why did the studio give this, di- give this director a chance? Nah. None of that here. Like I said, not the greatest movie ever uh, made. But truly an experience. It was a rainy night in New York City. This is uh, considered a big tent pole movie. So when uh, one of these big tent pole movies come about, I usually watch them with my friends. So I was supposed to go with two of my friends. One of my friends did not show up for good reason. 
and then I ended up meeting my other friend at the theater, which I do not frequent, AMC Kips Bay in Manhattan on 2nd Avenue between 33rd and 32nd Street. It's the hardest movie theater for me to get to in the borough of Manhattan because of where I'm situated in the northwestern part of the the Bronx. <sighs> I hate the rain when it comes to when I have to go somewhere and then ending up at that place not dry and um, in New York City considerably when it rains people don't stay home they'd rather be out in the rain than stay home so you see even more people on the street and indoors in public places than you would in their own homes I say all that because when I got to the movie theater there was a line of people not only at concessions but waiting outside of the IMAX 3D auditorium when I got there the movie was supposed to start at 10.40pm I get there at 10.35 and there are people waiting outside cool no problem they let us know they're still cleaning up the theater my friend doesn't get to the theater until about 10 minutes later it's 10.45 he's waiting on concessions I walk over to him we're hanging out we're chilling we're talking waiting online obviously even though he's an A-list member and time goes by he had to place his order wait to get his order then we got to the outside of the movie theater still waiting by the time we got inside the auditorium it was 11.20 p.m. and when everybody started walking inside of the auditorium I told my friend I hope no 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 if anyone can hear me from outside in I demand that there be no trailers to this movie because is a three hour and 15 minute movie and we're gonna start this thing at damn near 11.30 one trailer plays ahead of the movie John Wick 4 couldn't be mad at it that's a movie I'm awaiting love watching that trailer one trailer plays right into the movie We know that we're in for a highly imaginative, visually intense, highbrow VFX movie. It did not, I repeat, did not disappoint in that regard. The story was simple enough. 
story of revenge on both sides, a story of redemption, a story of family growth. But instead of me giving you guys the blurb, let me give you what the studio gives us. Set more than a decade after the events of the first film, Avatar, The Way of Water, begins to tell the story of the Sully family, the trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to keep each other safe, the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedies they endure. That is exactly what the film is about. It was interesting to see how James Cameron introduces general evolution and biology into a movie. John L., what the hell are you talking about? Okay. So, the Na'vi are an alien race on this offshoot moon and the Na'vi people that we met in the first movie are people of the forest of the jungle and in the way of water obviously if you've watched the trailers you see there's a different hint of blue in these other Navi who are people of the reef John L you mentioned evolution and biology this is where it goes people of the reef they are of a different hint of blue they are more of a crystalline blue colored people which matches the color of the water in which they are geographically disposed to. One. Two. The Na'avi people of the reef. They have thicker tails than the Na'avi people of the forest. If you've known anything about animal or human evolution, over the millennia, you know that beings adapts or adapt to their environments. The thicker tail, which helps them swim, is part of that adaptation. They are also better swimmers, can hold their breath underwater for longer periods of time, and are just more adept to having connections to the other creatures and animals in the water. As per how we saw the people of the Navi in the jungle in the forest in part one. I'm giving you background. I'm not even spoiling anything. I found that interesting 
because it's a detail in the movie that is not missed. People will say in their commentary, in their reviews, oh, here's James Cameron again, trying to beat us over the head with his uh, saving the planet stuff. You're not wrong, <laughs> but to be able to do it in the art and form of storytelling and it be so visually engrossing, you can't help but to take notice of the message, that particular message. There's obviously the message of family and sticking together, uh, the leaving no man behind type deal. Um, to mention also if the message of please let's stop destroying our waters and our oceans. Can we stop poaching the animals? Who live in these oceans, whales, you know, the overfishing, etc. There are so many elements of what happens in the real world that happens in this fictional movie that you can't help but draw the parallels. But those weren't even the most prevalent messages in the movie. You notice them if you have a base of knowledge of what's going on around the world in our geological system and things of that nature. Like I said, the story itself is pretty simple. The Sully family, which grew uh, one, two... I believe it was like fivefold at one point. You know, it's just understanding that time went by and that the Navi don't really age. That's a part of it, too. There was also a significant part uh, in the movie which I think is going to play into the other movies um, that has to do with aging if you haven't watched it you will understand what my point is when you see it because I won't ruin that for you I thought that from, like I said from a storyline point of view simple story but it was so engrossing because the visuals were so captivating and the performances were very very well done no matter how simple the story can be it's just one of those things where you couldn't help but understand sympathize, at times empathize with what was going on 
And with that, I felt like the story and the movie overall worked. There, there isn't this underlying, over-the-top philosophical conversation to be had about this movie. James Cameron spent 13 years making this movie so that he can be ahead of the curve from a technical standpoint. Not from, you know, let me get my actors... Oscar wins and let me make this socially relevant movie because whether the point I made earlier about his messaging about saving the earth saving the oceans is a social conversation it's not one that's had amongst the masses, right? I don't think anyone can disagree with that. Once it's one of those conversations that goes into the social zeitgeist and takes over, I think that as a whole, human beings and society at large will treat the earth better and we won't be so scared about losing it and be more proactive than we are reactive. All that to say, this movie is a hell of a joy ride. It is intense. It is emotional. It is action packed. It is visually stunning to speak from the technical standpoint the refresh rate or refresh rates in this movie you go from certain shots being at 120 FPS to 90 to 60 to traditional 24 it just plays with your eyes so much I watched this movie and IMAX 3D and to say that it was well done is an understatement <laughs> legit like if you don't if you want to go to a movie and just enjoy the visuals, this is the movie for you. If you want to go to the movie and see a movie that you understand all the different plot points and the story beats, and they're all sequential, it's a linear story outside of, I would say, some of the necessary callbacks and flashbacks to the original outside of that super easy to follow and with all that me saying that me telling you what my point of view is why don't we get to 
what it is that is being put out there in the public sphere. As I always do, we talk about Rotten Tomatoes. As per right now, with 315 critic scores in the can, it is a certified fresh at 77% as per the critics. With over 5,000 plus verified ratings, the audience score is at a 93%. Overwhelmingly telling us that the people like this movie. How much do they like this movie? Movie released on December 16th. It is now Sunday, December 18th. So the accumulation of the 16th, the 17th, the 18th, and in some places the 15th or the 14th, depending as to where in the world you are. The overall global box office for its opening weekend is $435 million. Some of you might say, that's nothing, man. You know, Endgame did crazy numbers. Well, this ain't Endgame. This ain't Marvel. This is Avatar. The original Avatar only made, domestically, $77 million domestic in its first weekend. Domestic, for Avatar The Way of Water, it was only $135 million. So, at best, it almost doubled its opening weekend from the original. But wait, isn't Avatar the highest grossing movie of all time? Yeah, it had legs. Because it did the exact same thing this time that it did last time. They premiered this Avatar movie during the holiday season. January is infamously and excuse my French here January is infamously a shit time for movie releases. You mentioned in January it was released December 16th. Legs means that week by week the aggregate of the box office starts to add up. Avatar has no movie with worldwide appeal competing with it until Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania which releases on February 17th of 2023 I say all this to say is it going to make 2.9 billion dollars I don't know but it's going to make some serious money and James Cameron done did it again. The audience has spoken. The good people over at CinemaScore, they've spoken as well. This movie has got an A CinemaScore. So with that being said, good word of mouth, good Rotten Tomato scores, this movie's going to have all the legs 
it needs to make all the money it needs necessary. We can't discount or doubt James Cameron and the power of his artistry and movie making abilities. This is just something else, folks. Like I said, the stories or the story being told in this movie doesn't have to be something highfalutin or over the top. It just has to be able to touch the majority of people, make it understandable, and you're off to the races. Great performances by the actors in their mocap suits and the world animated and created through these uh, visual effects houses the direction of James Cameron is just it's amazing man it's amazing Uh, yet again something I've said before in other recordings this is cinema this is living out your imagination and being able to put it out there for the world to see and appreciate and that to me folks is the end all be all when it comes to Avatar the way of water I appreciate everyone listening as of this recording this avatar recording I am now officially published across all podcasting platforms you can find me on whatever it is you use Google Podcasts Spotify Amazon iHeartRadio TuneIn Apple Podcasts Stitcher Deezer you name it I'm there so the podcast name my first name John L J-O-H-N-E-L colon your favorite or your favorite (laughs) your friendly neighborhood moviegoer and uh, that's where you'll find me if you haven't uh, found me already so like I was saying before appreciate everybody for listening I'll check you guys out sometime next week I will be watching let me pull up Le Calendio I will be watching Babylon on the 22nd that Thursday I will be watching the Whitney Houston biopic that I want to dance with somebody on that Friday. And hopefully that Sunday, I'll be watching a Sony Pictures classic film that caught my eye called Living or Bill Nye. So, um, and then sometime next week, I'll hopefully watch 
uh, the Korean drama, The Broker, if it gets released in a theater near me somewhere. So that's that, folks. I'll catch you on the next one. Be safe out there. Treat each other well. And protect the earth at all costs. (laughs) I'll see y'all.